Hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Geek Thyself. Hi, guys. Uh, we have Heather back this time. Hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, now that you're not in the middle of thunderstorms. Well, yeah, yeah. thunderstorms with no power. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So I'm going to guess, like, uh, a thunderstorm took out, like, some of your power lines. Is that... So that... it was less thunder. There was some thunder, mm-hmm. but not very much. A lot of it was um, a lot of heavy rain. And mm-hmm. not at my elevation, but at slightly higher elevations than me, there was a lot of snow. Um, we actually had... There was one point up the mountain from me where they got 60 to 80 inches of snow during the storm. So <laughs> there, there was a lot of weather problems around here for a little while. It's a lot of snow. The, the summit yeah. above us hit is what hit the 60 to 80 inches. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that... Like, we shut down if there's four. (laughs) One of my coworkers, I know one of my coworkers actually had to call in because her driveway is very steep and they, her house is just far enough up the hill from mine that she got four inches of snow and she's not that far away. She lives like maybe 20 minutes up the hill from me, not even probably 15 minutes. But she got four mm-hmm. inches of snow from the, just the change in elevation from my house to hers and couldn't she couldn't drive out because I guess her driveway is very steep. And then on the other side of the road from her driveway is um, like a big, uh, big decline, like a big incline, a big pit, like a, a little pond or something. And she was like, I yeah. don't want to drive into a pond. It's like, yeah, no, no that's the, yeah, stay home. That's really bad. <laughs> Stay home. Yeah, absolutely. Don't crash your car. Yeah. Uh, if the weather is that bad, yeah, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no job's worth it. Mm-mm. No. So, yeah, that's what the weather's been like here. It's been very cold. I had to scrape ice off my car this morning. <laughs> I'm sure it's cold there for you guys as well. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's getting chilly. We're not. Ha- we don't have too much... Um, snow, luckily, but but cold. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't feel it. So I people tell me it's cold, mm. <laughs> and to be fair, uh, my partner Autumn, who was on the last episode with us, um, since she's been here, um, it's the first time my radiator has been on in my room. <laughs> um, which was quite the experience because I had no idea how to turn it off. <laughs> Because I'd literally never turned it on, ever. Uh, I could 100% see that, especially given that she's from a warmer part of the United States. Yeah, she she loved it when it snowed, and it snowed briefly uh, in November for like a few days. Mm -hmm. It stuck for just a couple, Um, so she she had a lot of fun with that. Well, that's good. Um, Yeah, so... Speaking of the cold weather and the snow and all that kind of thing, we are doing an episode based 
all that kind of stuff with festive mm-hmm. seasons and being that it's actually Christmas this week. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. It's insane. Um, but yeah, for this episode, we're going to do festive favorites. Yeah. We were meant to do this last time, and yeah, didn't work out, but yeah. it's still a great topic. So My powers like, said nope. <laughs> I did. Uh, so yeah, we're going to cover a couple movies and a couple of songs, because, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, why not? Um, so, we're going to start with some songs first, just because they're a little easier to explain why we like them. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll just take it in turns. Sure. You want to go first? Yeah, sure, I can go first. Uh, my first one, uh, no, not that one, uh, yeah, uh, is Wham! Last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm guessing yeah. you're a Whamageddon fan, then? I mean, I'm not a super big fan of Wham. Uh, I, I like their music a bit. My mum is a bit much bigger fan than I am. But she has all the Wham CDs, so that song does come on sometimes occasionally when we're in the car when it's not <laughs> Christmas. I mean, and it's it's just it's a great song. It is a really nice song. I um, Whamageddon, uh, I'm guessing from your reaction that maybe you don't know what that is. So Whamageddon is this like online game that started a few years ago because last christmas is one of those songs that gets played a lot at christmas time for good reason oh yeah it's a good song no reason not to but um because of that but there are definitely songs that have preferential treatment so yeah i would agree uh and it's one of them and rightfully so but people started playing this game online called whamageddon where basically Mm. as soon as the holiday season starts you have to see how long you can go before you hear wham's last christmas and actually register that it's wham's last christmas because you know sometimes it's playing in the background and you don't really register that that's the song you're listening to oh it's like i recognize the beat but Mm -hmm. i don't really especially if you're like in supermarkets where it's like turned down you might not hear it exactly the problem with that is I walked in to work on December the 1st and they had let us get the speaker out. <laughs> and I think I walked in to, to last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I actually managed to hold off. I, I managed mm. to keep myself in the Whamageddon game until today. And I actually played the song myself on a playlist. So it's, it's my own fault and I don't care. <sighs> it's a great song. It is a good song. I agree. But yeah, uh, no, um, we, my work, we were allowed music if it's quiet, mm-hmm. but because it was Christmas and everything, the quiet rule was gone as long as it was Christmas music. <laughs> so we had a big Christmas playlist blasting through, uh, through, nice. through the store, which is really nice at like 10 o'clock, which is where I start like at night because mm-hmm. I work through the night. It's really nice to, to have an upbeat thing to get you through the day though. I can imagine. Yeah, we have Christmas music going at work now. We all purposely held off on playing any, like, actual Christmas music on purpose until this week. Uh, We're all at work of the opinion that you shouldn't start playing Christmas music the day after Thanksgiving, and we stuck to that. (laughs) You see, the problem is is we don't have Thanksgiving, so so for me, festive music can literally start in November. Like, it can be playing in November. Yeah, it's a little uh, different. Because the closest thing we would have to a different holiday would be bonfire night in the 5th of November. Yeah. So basically any time after that is fair game. That's fair. I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my first one. What about you? Um, so my first one, it's not a specific recording of it, but one of my favorite mm. uh, Christmas songs is actually the Christmas song 
Okay. You know, yeah, the that's bad. chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That one. Absolutely. For anyone who's think not of it, familiar think with Think the, of it so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For anyone who's not familiar with the actual name of the song, it's called The Christmas Song. Uh, yeah. But I love that song. It's fun to sing. It's also one of those songs where even if you don't have like an amazing voice, you can probably do a passable version of it. So I feel like it's a very inclusive song. Yeah. And also, I just have good memories of listening to different recordings of it with my parents and on TV and stuff. So I like that song a lot. Yeah. Do you know what that actually just made me think of when you said like not a specific version? Just how prolific Michael Bublé is at Christmas. Mm-hmm. He is. He's everywhere and he's amazing. Yeah. So I do not care. Oh, no, no. He's great. But any song that's a Christmas song. It'll be on one of his Christmas albums because oh, yeah. he's got like four of them or something. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, like, the other thing is too, like a lot of classic Christmas songs, his voice is perfect for. Oh yeah. So it works out just fantastically for him to record amazing versions of those songs, and then they get played a lot because he's got a fantastic voice. Mhm. Uh, the the one that I feel okay, the one that I hear and it always makes me laugh is Santa Baby. Because he's trying so hard to make it not about um, having intimate relationships with Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, no, it's just a friend. Just, n- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, that song, that's a cute song. That's That would probably be on my like honorable mentions list, is Santa Baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another fun one to uh, sing. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, okay, so that one I said... Um, can I get my next one, though? What do we got for yeah, number two? it would have to be. Yeah, I think my next one is probably Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. That's mine, too. <laughs> is that your next one? Yeah. yeah. Like, I love that song. It's a great song. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's catchy, it's upbeat, it's happy. <laughs> It's got love, and not to mention it was in Love Actually, which is also an amazing Christmas movie. Uh, we might not want to talk about Love Actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Maybe spoiling some things coming later. But yeah. Um, no, Mariah Carey, it's, it's a great song. It might be overplayed to, 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 all, to all high heaven, but eh. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, it's played a lot. Uh, Mariah Carey's version, in my personal opinion, is still the best. I've heard, you know, some other people doing covers of it, and it's not like they were necessarily bad, but it just doesn't hit the same. Like, it's one of those things where you've got that one recording of the song that you know and love, and there's, you know, with the specific intonation and the certain beats, and someone else's cover of it might be good, but it just doesn't hit the same as the nostalgia of the original. Uh, okay, uh, has Michael Bublé done it? I don't... I'm not sure. Oh, no, he is. Yeah, he's done it. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. Um, to be fair, but don't play too many different versions in the UK. It's... I, I honestly, I don't think the other versions of it get played very often. Let, I mean, let's be honest. Mariah Carey, yeah. whether you love her or hate her, has an amazing voice. Oh, yeah. With an incredible range. And so there is a very mm-hmm. limited number of people who are going to be able to take on a Mariah Carey song and do just as well or better. And, and that's not to say that, 
you know, there aren't other amazing singers out there, but it's just the truth. Like, she's just really good. You know, it's like Whitney Houston. People cover Whitney Houston songs all the time. But the range is certainly something that you can't really get. Right. But, you know, sometimes the impact and the range and the talent of the original singer is just something that's really hard to improve upon or match. And I feel like Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is one of those songs where, like, other people can do it, but it's just never going to hit quite the same. Yeah, yeah. And they're not, not, not bad, but it's it's like an iconic thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm with them. Like, oh, who, okay. who, who doesn't hear in their head, like, the her singing, All I Want for Christmas is You, or, you know, like mm-hmm. I mentioned Whitney Houston, like, Whitney Houston's Don't Make Me Close One More Door, like, as she's singing mm-hmm. that, like, it's just so iconic, you can't not hear it in her voice. I agree. Alright, so, uh, what's your number one? Or, well, okay, not necessarily number one. I don't know that we were actually doing these in a particular order. What's your last one? No. Uh, okay, I had... I had... Um... No, I don't think I was doing it in order. Mine aren't in order. (laughs) Um... Oh, you see, that's different. Uh, difficult. I was looking between two. But I think I will stick, stick with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. <laughs> By Wizard. Which song? Uh, what's what, is I missed the name of the song. Oh. I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. I don't think I know that song. Uh, okay. It is... Is it from a, a, a British... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a band called Wizard. I've heard that uh, name. I don't know that yeah. I would recognize any of their songs, but I've heard the name yeah. of the band Wizard. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Da, 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 da. I mean, the little bit you just yeah. sang, it sounds like it's probably a really good song. It's just not one I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's just it's just really a beat sort of song that goes on about like the, the good things about Christmas mm-hmm. and just in general sort of... Yeah, like talking about how people are having fun and it's, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's in good spirits and everyone just wants that to be a constant thing. I, I like that. I don't think it should be every day, like, for them gift-giving sort of bit because... Right. <laughs> right. But no, the spirit of Christmas, not not the yeah, monetary but, thing that people do now, but yeah. the spirit of Christmas. I would agree. Okay. Um. So my last song, it's actually, it's a little controversial. Mm-hmm. Um. So my last song in my top three is a song that a lot of people in the the Me Too movement and stuff are not big fans of now. And I can 100% understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, my third song on the list uh, for my, like, my top three Christmas songs is actually um, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah, okay. Um, we were listening to this song uh, at work mm-hmm. the other day, and we were talking about this specifically, because the song does have an issue with consent. So Okay, so it, it does and it, it doesn't. The thing is, yeah. like, given the context of nowadays, especially with all of the Me Too movement and everything that has happened, and the way that there is that pressure... Um, sometimes applied to women. I 100% understand why people are a little eh on the song. Uh, yeah. The thing is, the the version I like, 
the versions yeah. I like and the yeah. song that I grew up with for the versions of Baby It's Cold Outside. Um, yeah. For anyone who hasn't listened to previous episodes and doesn't know, my parents both liked older movies. My dad was older, so he grew up watching like the 1940s and 50s movies and 60s movies that had like Doris Day and um, Gene Kelly and stuff like that in them. And then my mother loved those movies, even though they came out before she was born for the most part. Mm -hmm. She grew up loving those movies and watching them with her mom. So they watched Mm -hmm. them with me and my brother. I grew up watching Singing in the Rain and the old, you know, old, old Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella and, you know, Mary, uh, not Mary Poppins, and um, My Fair Lady and things like that. Like the movies that had Audrey Hepburn and Gene Kelly and uh, um, all of these actors and actresses who did a lot of musicals and that kind of singing, you know, Rosemary Clooney, things like that. So back in that time... The song, like all the versions I heard of the song growing up, were very, very tongue-in-cheek. Like, especially if you watched like a video, like a clip from a Christmas special or whatever. It was very, very, it was always made very obvious, in my opinion, that despite what the woman was saying, she was still flirting back. On paper. On paper, yeah. if you just look at the lyrics of the song, yes, yeah. I agree. On paper, if you had no context, you can't see the people, you can't tell whether the woman's actually having fun and teasing the guy or not. Yes, 100% yeah, yeah. just from the lyrics, the song is, ugh. The thing is... But, yeah, there's context. Right, with context, like, I've seen old clips of tv shows and stuff and they've even done it recently in some versions where it's i think they had one with lady gaga and joseph gordon lovett from a few years ago on a christmas special i remember seeing that they sang it together they did an amazing job they sang the original version they didn't do the changed beginning or the changed verses and like if you go back and watch that video clip it's very clear she's being flirty like they made it very obvious this woman is flirting back despite what she is saying. I like that version of the song. Specifically in that context, that's the context I grew up hearing this song, and that's the one I love. Now, if a random person actually started saying these things to some woman and she was legitimately saying, no, I need to leave, you need to get away from me, that is 100% yeah, different. a different story. However, in the context of the song I grew up with, that's it's why it's flirting. one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm with it. Like, there are definitely versions which are more flirty, and then there are some which feel a little weird. Like, yes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, as long as, like, it's known that it's a flirt, and if there was ever, like, a cutoff at that point where it became not a flirt, then it would be fine. But I could, I can definitely see some people's issues with the song. Right. Well, and, sure. and like I said, especially, especially if you've never, like, seen a video of two singers acting out the idea, because in in every video I've ever seen where two singers are going back and forth and singing this song, it's they're always very flirty. Like mm. it's it in every video I've ever seen, it's always been made very clear by the woman that she, despite what she's saying, she's flirting back. You know, she's not saying like I really can't stay. She's going like, well, I really can't stay. You know, it's a different yeah, yeah, kind absolutely. of context. Now, yeah. that being said, if the words of the song, despite the context being 
flirty and not yucky still bother yeah. you, then obviously they're, I'm, I'm never going to make someone listen to this song that hates the song. I personally love it in mm-hmm. the context that I have just discussed for a very long time. However, I would never, ever, ever, like if someone told me that song makes me really uncomfortable, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to make them listen yeah. to the song that makes them uncomfortable. But for me no, personally, it's a song I enjoy. And I like, I like the flirtiness of it. Again, specifically in the flirty context, I like the song. And yeah. it's a song that uh, makes me think of my parents because I grew up watching older movies that had those singers in them that sang yeah. the original versions and things like that, like Bing Crosby and Dean Martin and all yeah. this stuff. So and so for me, there's nostalgia well. to it also. But like I said, it's definitely controversial. I understand why it's controversial. Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing yeah. anyone's point that just the lyrics themselves are very questionable. All right. That's fair. Uh, okay, so we're about to move on into our mid roll, and then we're going to look at some movies. Although mm-hmm. I will say, I did have an, I have a guilty pleasure one that's, I, I feel like I should mention it, and it's just the Ariana Grande Santa Tell Me one from 2014. Like, it's a bit cheesy, and it's probably not very good, but I really enjoy listening to it. I mean, it is a good like, time. I, 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 wouldn't, I, I wouldn't search out, but when it comes on, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> so... I mean, fair enough. I mean, I would honestly say Wham, your song Wham, would probably make it onto my honorable mentions list. Like, I do like that song a lot. Um, Another one, actually, that would make it on my honorable mentions is The Holly and the Ivy. Okay, yeah. But that's another nostalgia one because that was my dad's favorite, the Christmas song, because he sang it in choir when he was a kid. So for me, again, nostalgia plays a big role for my song choices. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, the is always going to play a big part of it, isn't it? You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right. Well, now that we've covered the sort of music bits, we'll go into our mid roll, and then we'll come back and talk about our top three movies. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you in just a sec. Hi everyone, and welcome to the mid roll. Yeah. Alrighty. So to start off, like always, we want to talk about our amazing sponsors, World Anvil. For anyone who hasn't checked out worldanvil.com, I mean, first of all, have you not been listening to us? Second of all, you definitely should. They're an amazing website that has so many different tools to help you build and flesh out your world, whether you're a game master or an author looking to flesh out everything and give more information to your audience. You can basically create a wiki of the world you've created, including maps and characters and how the characters link together and articles back and forth. And it's just an incredible tool. They also even have a social media aspect to it that you can get with some of the higher tier memberships. It's free to sign up. And then at that point, after you've used all of their amazing features, if you want to get more of their features, you can sign up for one of the paid memberships. But even just their free features are amazing. And I definitely recommend you check it out. It's worldanvil.com. Yeah. Uh, also, people that we love and love to support are the fine folks over at Castle Die Hard at dieharddice.com. Uh, they have a wide range of dice, uh, metal dice and polymer dice, and their own special ones that they've made, like their multi-class metal D20s that snap together. They have so many different color options. 
Um, uh, they have great accessories as well, like their metal meeple uh, things for uh, mm-hmm. putting on t- uh, tabletop uh, games as well, along with their scroll of rolling and their pop-up dice trays, and just an amazing selection of different um, like looks for all of their dice. They are still using the code Dice Dragons, as we talked about last week, for 15% off any of your orders, with free shipping in the US and discounted shipping anywhere else in the world so if you do find anything that you like now is a great time to pick something up yes and it's 15 percent while their holiday sale is still going as soon as the holiday sale is over it's back to 10 percent, which is still a decent discount yeah Yeah. uh obviously at this point they won't be there in time for christmas but dice are always good gifts for any time okay so feel free to have a look and we encourage you to to shop away for your dice hoard and <laughs> then yeah we will see you yeah and I, I don't know why i'm struggling with this bit i do this bit fine every week but yeah we're gonna go back into the episode now that my brain's finally caught up to what like the next thing i had to say was <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what happened there my brain just decided to shut off uh, we'll be back in just a sec yeah right all right so we're back and now we're talking about movies Yes. So, movies. Movies are probably more important to me uh, in general. That's fair. You're uh, a movie person. Yeah. So, uh, would you like me to go first, or would you like to go first? Um, no, you can go first if you want. Okay. Well, then the first one I'm going to say, because it was said earlier, is uh, Love Actually. That's uh, <laughs> a good one. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, there's... It's a lot more than just a Christmas movie, but it it encompasses some of the best forms of love and what all of that can do for people. And yeah, it's just really, really wholesome, heartwarming. A little yeah. cheeky in places. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something to, you know, maybe screen before your, your young ones watch it. Yeah, I mean, know, there's definitely there's some nothing, sections uh, that young children should not watch. Yeah, like there's nothing overtly bad about it, and it's anything that could be seen in that way is taken very much in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, so it's a great movie. It's got a great cast, like stellar cast. It's done by Richard Curtis, who I've said before, one of the best romantic comedy uh, directors of all time. Yeah, well, and maybe the best. I will say, Love Actually is actually on my list, also. Yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> it there's is. There's nothing wrong with it. It's so good. And uh, the thing is, like, even if there's one couple you're not as big a fan of, there are so many couples in the movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think of the love stories, the one that I I dislike in there is probably the one between... Um, Alan Rickman Emma, and Emma Thompson? Yeah, Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. Uh, and it's, it's only it's definitely, because it's uh, sad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is an aspect of love. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, uh, it's. I I kind of like that there's representation of things that don't go to have a happy ending, but it's sad for the people that you see it happen to, which is a good thing. It means you care about the characters at least. Mm-hmm. Like so, but the movie's good and it does a great job of telling Definitely. you that love is just all around and it's always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a great movie. Uh, that that side. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's on both of our lists. Uh, why don't you say the next one, just because then we can take it in turns. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So my next one, it's not, uh, it's not a single movie, which is kind of cheating, but I, the problem is they're all kind of even, so it's hard for me to pick one. I really, really love the old Bass Rankin claymation movies. Do you know which ones I'm talking about? Like, um, I don't think I like do. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the little claymation movie, um, Here Comes Santa Claus, the little claymation movie. I'm having a look now. That kind of thing. There's a whole series of them. I forget exactly how many there are, but I watched oh, I watched those yeah. a ton as a kid, and so all of them together are like they, they all get kind of crisscrossed in my brain anyway because. A lot of them have the yeah, same characters yeah. repeating, so it's a little confusing. <laughs> but they're just, they're so cute. I grew up watching those, and I love those movies. And so they're, they're kind of all even with each other. I couldn't tell you which one mm. out of them is my favorite, honestly. That's fair. Um, that's why I'm just kind of listing them all. But yeah, they're really yeah. cute, Again, and there's some really cute songs. Yeah. You know, like the... Um, the song that Mr. Freeze is dancing to in that really bad Batman movie that no one wants to talk about. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. You know, there's just so many cute songs that came yeah. out of those movies. And like the Island mm-hmm. of Misfit Toys, you know. We're just a couple of misfits. It's just stuff like that. It's just such good songs and cute stories and happy feel-good moments. I like them. Plus, for the time that they were made... I mean, mm-hmm. it's not special effects so much, but, like, what they managed to do with what they had is really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> that one is that one almost gets my list, but I have to pick the Polar Express. Which version? For my last one. The one with Tom uh, Hanks? The, the one with Tom Hanks. Okay. There's another version... I think there's a, like, old-school cartoon version, if I'm remembering correctly, but I think it's really, really old. Uh, the Polo Express. Uh, but yeah, no, either way, um, while I'm looking this up. Uh, no, I can't see anything about one, but either way, yeah, the, the movie with uh, Tom Hanks. It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, animated film. I love animated films anyway. Uh, Disney doesn't really fall into doing the Christmas movies. Like the closest you might get to it would be Frozen, but even mm-hmm. that's just cold, not not Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I love it. Great, uh, great animation. Holds up really well. I love Tom Hanks. Uh, I love his character in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all just great. It is a really cute movie. Uh, oh. I, the, the only thing I know that a lot of people were kind of eh about was um, some of the their special effects and stuff, like the way they made the characters look, the particular style they went with. Some people thought some it was people, <laughs> Some people, it, for some people, it hits the Uncanny Valley, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, for me, it never did. Um like it, it was just far enough away from it, so it was fine. Uh, but I, I can absolutely see that some people wouldn't be able to, wouldn't be able to get past it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also done by Robert Zemeckis, who's great. Yes. So agreed. Okay. So, but yeah, that's my actual list. Um, as for any, do you have an honorable mention? As we did one for the songs. Um, I, I probably do, but I have one more movie. Do you? Mm-hmm. No. Don't I? Like, 
because we did love actually yeah and the bass rankin movies oh yeah of course you do yeah oh yeah because yeah oh because you didn't say when it, it screwed up in my head oh yeah because we were <laughs> the same one okay no carry on carry on i'm cutting you off um, but oh, i feel so didn't you only list two because you said love actually and then you just did that i love one. actually love actually uh Polo express mm-hmm. that was your second one you haven't said your third one yet have i not no. have I? Um, so my third one is one of those movies that people argue exactly which holiday it belongs to. But my third one is Nightmare Before Christmas, because I will argue mm. to the grave that it is both a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. And anyone who disagrees with me can just stop listening. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's definitely both. Yeah, 100%. Ugh. It literally has both holidays and both, like... It has Santa in it. It has Santa's village in it. Like, they're definitely talking about both sets of holidays. Yeah. And um, I lo- I've talked about Nightmare Before Christmas before, but I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I love the story about how it's it's okay to want more, but it doesn't necessarily mean you should steal something from someone else and stop being true to yourself sure. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I don't know how I did that. My brain is just <laughs> totally sharp. I genuinely thought that I said another one. <laughs> um, Nightmare, and, uh, yeah, but either way, Nightmare Before Christmas was like my sort of honorable mention one because it's, I really enjoy it, um, but there are other ones that I associate more with Christmas. I tend to associate that one more with Halloween. That's fair. Like, it's, it's definitely not, like, I don't think it's wrong to associate it with Christmas. Mm-hmm. But for me, it goes more Halloween, just because it's, it's uh, yeah, Halloween town and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I can't believe... I, oh, man. Like, I must be very tired. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So what's your third one? Uh, my third one. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. That's a cute Which version? Um, it would be the 90s version with Mara Wilson. Okay. Uh, I do know that that there is a much older black and white one, which I don't have much experience with, but I do remember the Mara Wilson one. Yeah. She's great. She was good in that version. I'd have to look. I think there's been more than just those two versions of the movie, but I think the Mara Wilson one's the best known one that's more recent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I would have to say I feel like she did live up to the original like, I saw a lot of the original, because, again, my parents liked older movies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But the, the new one with Mario Wilson, they did a really good job of achieving, I feel like, the same sort of effect and wonder. Mario Wilson did a really good job. She always did. She was always good. <laughs> I'm sad she stopped acting. Uh, I mean, yeah, but it happens to Charles Sells, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But she did, like, Matilda and everything like that. She, she has a really good sort of candle with movies for a child actor, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, they normally end up falling out of it because terrible representation, but no, she just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, she just decided she was done, and good for her for putting her foot down and not doing it anymore, if that's what she wants to yeah, do. No. I, all Absolutely. the movies she was in were great, so I'm sure she's got royalties if they, you know, did their contracts right. Um, I, I would hope so. In terms of honorable mentions for me, I think my biggest honorable mention would probably be White Christmas. Mm. 
-hmm. And honestly, for anyone who absolutely refuses to acknowledge Nightmare Before Christmas as a Christmas movie, White Christmas would be my number three. That's fair. Uh, I don't think you'd have any problem with people. Like, it's literally got Christmas in the title, you know? But, you know, people are weird. (laughs) I mean, sure. You never know. Uh, yeah. So you know, I've just I've just looked at Mara Wilson stuff. She's got Mrs. Doubtfire and Miracle on Thirty First Street, Matilda. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, so many good things. Mm-hmm. So many good things. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, but White Christmas would definitely be on my on my list if someone wanted to argue hard enough that Nightmare Before Christmas shouldn't count. Um, White Christmas is one of those movies where I watched it a lot growing up again because mm-hmm. my parents liked the old movies you know it's got Bing Crosby Danny Kaye Rosemary Clooney mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the other woman's name which is going to upset me because I'm going to remember it later now now I have to look it up because otherwise it's going to really bug me Vera Vera Ellen that's what it was mm-hmm. uh, but oh, she okay. she was amazing And she was known for having incredibly fast feet. So there was one scene in the movie where she's literally tapping her toes so fast that it's, it's doesn't look humanly possible. So good. And then Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney both have amazing voices. They, they paired up those two Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney are the singers who kind of, gravitate towards each other and then Danny Kay and Vera Ellen were both known for being dancers or more so yeah. dancers and they're both they gravitate towards each other so there's some amazing dance scenes and really good music and of course the White Christmas song that everyone knows which would probably actually yeah. also be on my honorable mentions list of favorite Christmas songs mm-hmm. uh, I've also just thought of one more uh, honorable mention and I think we would get a lot of flack if we didn't mention it in uh, The Grinch. Oh, for Christmas movies? Yeah. I do like The Grinch. Grinch. I, I like both versions. I like the one with um, Jim Carrey, and I also like the original cartoon version. They're both great. Uh, although, fun fact, uh, I know it's uh, when The Grinch sold Christmas over there. For, mm-hmm. for the UK, it's just called The Grinch. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's just called The Grinch. Yeah. I wonder why. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have any other honorable mentions. I feel like there's a song I'm forgetting, but I don't know which one. It'll probably bug me later. Um, I mean, there's other good Christmas movies, and I'm not, like, not to knock anyone's preferences. Like, I just, I don't know about anybody else. I grew up with a younger brother and father who were obsessed with a Christmas story. Have you seen that? You know yes. what I'm talking about. Alfie, you're going to yeah, shoot yeah. your uh, eye out. Um, yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, and my dad loved that movie, but he was also one of those people who would, like, put on the TV and then wander in and out of the room working on a project. But if he came okay. back in and you had put on something he didn't want to watch, he would change it back again. So it's Why? during you're the holidays. Watching. It was definitely one of those things where, you know, there's a couple of stations over here in the u.s that generally do a christmas story marathon it's like an american Mm. christmas movie classic that and like home alone and stuff like that and they would literally play them 
over and over and over and over. Like on loop, they would play A Christmas Story or the Home Alone movies or sometimes the Gremlin movies because those are also technically Christmas movies. And so I got to the point where I'm like, I don't dislike those movies, but if you put A Christmas Story on... Or, You've or, had them on too much. Yeah, if you offer me a choice between a Christmas story and literally any other Christmas movie, I will probably choose the any other Christmas movie, even if it's like a bad made-for-TV Hallmark Christmas movie. Ooh. Because I just have seen a Christmas story too many times. That's reasonable. And Home Alone okay. is better because there's more. There's you know two of them, three of them. Did they make a third yeah. one. I think there's four actually. Oh jeez. Well, I I only validate the first two. Um, uh, do you know we were having that conversation at work as well where people were saying no, they don't exist after the second one and you know that's probably reasonable yeah so you know the first two Home Alone movies are fine all that kind of stuff but yeah I uh, Christmas Story no offense to anyone who loves that movie I just have had to sit through it too many times not by choice no, that that makes a lot of sense okay. uh, yeah I think that's a decent point to, to wrap up for this one. Mm-hmm. As we've gone over again, eh. like we always do. When do we not? But I did, like I said, like we always do. This isn't this isn't news. We, we we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't come into an episode of Geek Thyself expecting to be there longer than a half an hour, have you even been paying attention? I mean, <laughs> valid. Oh dear. But yeah, so this is going to be the last one. Last episode of the year at this point. Yeah, holy cow, it's almost 2022. How is it almost 2022? I don't know, but I'm very happy to get as far away from 2020 as possible. I mean, same. Yeah. yeah. The trash yeah, fire inside a dumpster, break. inside a like landfill fire that was 2020 doesn't need to be repeated. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's good to be getting out of that and going into a new year. Um... Hopefully everyone has a good festive season if you celebrate it. And if not, I hope you just have a great time anyway, doing whatever you're going to be doing. Um, And we will see you in the new year with another topic and another year of Geek Thyself. (laughs) You know, uh, weather permitting, apparently. Yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, see you all next year then, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. Bye.